Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Are you frightened? Are you frustrated about what's happening in the world today? Hell yes, I am. Tune in to Everly Isby on Connecting the Dots. Yeah, I really am. She'll give a new perspective that makes sense of the insanity right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby. It's Connecting the Dots. This is uh, Saturday, September 3rd, 2016. And uh, this is Renegade Talk Radio. I'm really glad to be back and hope uh, there's some major stuff that's coming down the pike, man. So many major political shifts. Ew, man, you need to be aware of this because I've been watching mainstream media here and there and everybody I talk to says, no, I haven't heard any of this stuff, so I'm going to bring it to you. Um, And I just want to say that it looks like Turkey is preparing to lead NATO. Uh, Apparently, Turkey and Russia have been considering military ties and discussions about making Insulik Air Force Base available to the Russian Air Force. You know, I don't know how the think tank geopolitical sociopaths in D.C. are reacting to this. So, uh, but I'm sure the shit's hitting the fan at this moment. It's a game changer. Major shit, okay? Um, And I'm providing a video link uh, on my Connecting the Dot pages. It's a discussion um, between Sibel Edmonds and Spiros Kouros and James Corbett. Um, James Corbett has the Corbett Report, and Sibel Edmonds and Spiros Skouros are from Newsbud, which is really interesting. You might want to check this site out, um, because they're doing this. They've got all these international journalists and investigators uh, coming together, and they're, they're financing themselves through crowdfunding. So there's no advertisers or anything like that that are saying, no, you can't talk about that. No, you can't do this. So it's, it's real news, real news. Okay, how refreshing is that? So anyway, um, Sibel Edmonds, if you're not familiar with her, uh, she was a former translator, uh, language specialist, and she was contracted to the FBI. And while she was working, she uh, came aware of some stuff. I mean, she and she accused a colleague of covering up illicit activity involving like Turkish nationals, uh, alleged serious security breaches and cover-ups. And the intelligence had been deliberately suppressed, which endangered national security. So she was bringing all this up uh, to the FBI, and you guess what happened? <laughs> of course, they fired her. So uh, anyway, time goes by, but later on, you know, her claims uh, led to lots of awards, and she became famous as a whistleblower. So that's Sibel Edmonds. So you might want to check out that link I'm giving you to that uh Video. It's an interesting conversation about how important Turkey is geopolitically. Uh, what's going on there? It's it's a real interesting thing. So check it out if you have time. Uh, but this is huge, man. The, it, it, do you have you looked at a map of where Turkey is? I mean, just go to, to the images on the internet and, and type in uh, a map of Eurasia, okay? And look at where Turkey sits, okay? This is why it's such a huge blow to U.S. and NATO because, okay, so if you look at, mm, okay, it borders with the Black Sea to the north, and then it controls this thing's called the Bosphorus. It's like a canal that Turkey controls that leads out into the Sea of Marma, which leads out into the Mediterranean, okay? And so just south of Turkey, just a little ways away on the Mediterranean, is the entire continent of Africa, 
Okay. Uh, and then it's physical land borders are like Georgia, uh, which is the neighbor to Russia, Iran, Iraq, Syria. Okay. So it is so, so strategically located in Eurasia that it's not only for trade. I mean, historically, it's that, that's a hub. Turkey's always been this major hub, this major gem in Eurasia. Uh, but also for military reasons. So for Turkey to be turning over to Russia, the BRICS alliance, ooh, man, this is major, okay? So it's a huge loss for NATO but and for the U.S. But, you know, the one thing that I, I really, and a lot of people are talking about this now, is, is that why do we even need NATO? You know, that thing should be dismantled because it was only created during the Cold War era after World War II to protect Western Europe from the Soviet Union, the Soviet bloc. Well, the Soviet Union is long gone, right? So that's what NATO was actually created for. So we should be dismantling NATO, except the only reason it's not is because the U.S. has been utilizing NATO for its own corporate and political interests. So that's why it's still around. But for Turkey to be leaving, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. So anyway, oh, here's another connecting the dots thing that's going on. We are losing allies left and right. Germany. German, the German government, just uh, they just released an advisory to the country for the people to stockpile, stockpile food and water for at least 10 days duration. And they weren't saying that there's anything absolutely like troubles like on the horizon, but to be prepared. What is that all about? Okay, so... Then the German foreign minister, okay, says, we need to work with Russia. Okay, once again, now Germany is turning her head to the east and not the west. So they're going to go aligning with the BRICS, it sounds like, right? Okay, and then the German economy minister announced that the TTIP trade deal is dead in the water. <laughs> and that's such a good thing. I mean, are you familiar with the TTIP or the TPPT, which is the Trans-Pacific Partnership Trade Agreement? And then there's the U.S.-European one. And all of the negotiations and the legislation that's being created in these trade agreements with these various countries are in secret, okay? And But there has been some leakage, and so what's really going on is, is that these corporations, major cor corporate conglomerates, transnationals, all this kind of stuff, are creating this legislation that in the end what, it, what happens is, is that uh, the sovereignty of nations, the government's laws, their legislations, um, if they don't, if the corporations who want to come in and put a plant there and the country goes, well, no, 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 because we have these environmental protection laws, so you have to follow these laws. Well, then the corporations can sue that government or that country because on, on the basis of how they would lose their profits. Yes, yes. TTIP, TPPT. Yes, we need those, don't we? Yeah. We need to expand the powers of these corporations. Oh, I know. Oh, such a good thing. Their greed is so healthy, isn't it? So beneficial to our planet and our interests. Bunch of idiots. Anyway, okay. Well, I, oh, let me ask you a question. Do you know why people incorporate? They create their corporations. It's to avoid responsibility, right? Because the CEOs, the presidents, the you know everybody down the line, if their country, their company does something 
that's, that causes harm or injustice or anything, those people are never personally liable. No, you have to sue the corporation. And they always have the upper hand. So, anyway, so that's why people incorporate. So, Germany. Germany's turning east. Okay, so the EU is falling apart. If Germany leaves, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we witnessed the Brexit. Britain is pulled out and it's aligning with the BRICS lands. And now Germany too? I mean, Germany is the powerhouse of the EU. It's the glue of the EU. The foreign minister saying, we must work with Russia? Off to the bricks, and there goes potentially the rest of Europe, too. Seems the U.S. is becoming isolated. It's losing its allies, isn't it? Hmm. Why is that? Let me speak into it the way I always do. The government of the United States is not a legitimate government. Hasn't been for a long time. And I'm going to, I've got a quote here. I want to take it from uh, something that recently was posted by Anna von Reitz, who I already introduced to you in the last show. Um, but this was just came out a few days ago. And she says, quote, What if there was a man in your community who was known to be a murderer, a bully, and a thief? What if he was also so slick, so cunning, and so adept at pressuring people and buying them off and threatening them that no matter what he does, even murder in broad daylight, like Waco and Ruby Ridge, and he continues to get away with it? Okay, and what if it isn't a man? What if it is an organized crime syndicate set up like the mafia, operating as a corporation? And what if that corporation is operating under color of law, pretending to be part of your legitimate government simply because they have a contract to provide governmental services? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we've got here. That's what we're dealing with. The private for-profit corporation literally calling itself the government of the United States. This is no joke. Is listed on Dunn and Bradstreet. And under government of the United States, you find numerous subsidiaries, including the BLM and the FBI. Northern Trust is listed as the owner-operator of the IRS and the, okay, listen to this, the American Bar Association, where all the judges and lawyers are. That's owned by Northern Trust on Dun and Bradstreet. But notice that she also mentioned the BLM and the FBI in there as subsidiaries, right? She's referencing to the uh, Bundy uh, incidents in the Hammond Ranch in Oregon. That's why she mentioned the BLM and the FBI. Um... And the one in Oregon, that, that guy, Lavoy Finnicum, who was uh, murdered, okay, that's the only crime that was committed by the Bundys or the Hammonds or any of the other people that were involved in the National Fish and Wildlife takeover and taking a stand there. They were trying to inform people as to what the BLM and these federal agencies were doing, and they were stealing resources, putting them out of business, the ranchers, the farmers, the small business people, the miners, all those kind of people. They are through collusion and corruption and criminal things, they are grabbing assets and driving people out of business so they can't do their own livelihoods. Okay, that's what they were trying to tell people about. But the mainstream media just called them uh, domestic terrorists, I guess you'd call it, and a lot of people believe that. Well, no, the only crime that was committed was by the, I guess it was the Oregon State Police and the FBI. They set up a, 
uh, snipers in the trees around the bend of a highway that Lavoy Finnicum and three other people were riding in the car. No arms in the car. They were going to a public meeting with the county sheriff of the next county over to speak about the truth of what was going on for the western states. So they had this ambush and they started shooting at the vehicle as it was coming around a bend and he had to go off and he landed in a snowbank and they kept shooting, kept shooting and there's three other people. So Lavoy, who was driving to protect them, got out of the car with his hands up and started walking away from the vehicle to get them to stop shooting at the car, at the truck, okay? And they murdered him. They shot him like nine times, unarmed. And he had done nothing wrong, okay? It was a setup. And so that's the mercenaries we got working for us, okay? Not for us. <laughs> so, anyway, the corporations masquerading as our government is consistently two-faced in its dealings also internationally because they're all in it for profit, power, and control, right? I think you've got to be able to see this. Wiping out nation after nation and leaving them in shambles. I think that's why we're losing our allies, okay? Because everybody's getting shit on, except the U.S., okay? So I'm going to take a break. When I get back, I'm going to talk a little bit more into the BRICS alliance, get a bigger picture, okay? Where the whole world is lining up against the U.S. This is Everly on Connecting the Dots and Renegade Talk Radio. I'll be back in a few. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Okay, I'm back. This is Everly on Connecting the Dots, and this is Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. As I told you before the last break, I was going to speak into the BRICS Alliance just a little bit more. I want to paint a picture, a general picture. Um, And within the BRICS Alliance, uh, there's quite a few different things in regards to finance and international trade and all this kind of things, creating something much different than what is currently going on. Uh, the foundation of the BRICS Alliance is under the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, which is called the SCO. And that's the cradle of the Russian-Chinese Strategic Partnership. Okay, The SCO sets out the foundation listing the fight against terrorism, separatism, and extremism in all of their manifestations, thus including color revolutions as their foremost foe. It just so happens that the U.S. engages in all of these activities in its Eurasian-wide campaign of chaos and control, thereby placing it at existential odds with Russia and China, as well as the other official members. Okay? So then we have the AIIB, which is the Asia Infrastructure Investment Bank. Okay? And so all the members come together, they pay money to get into this AIIB, and they start doing these partnerships. When it was launched back in October of 2014, it had 57 countries as its founding members from five continents. Asia, Oceania, Europe, Latin America, and Africa. Underscoring the draw of closer economic ties with Beijing, there's the UK, France, Germany, Italy, Australia, South Korea are among the many nations that have signed up to be founding members of the AIIB. I don't know how really old this information that I just clipped that I'm reading from because I just did a quick search, uh, search 
you know, so I didn't notice the date of the article. So it could be, if this is old information, it could be much bigger even now. So, and also uh, um, about the BRICS alliance, uh, they'll be trading in their own currencies, not the traditional U.S. World Reserve currency in international trade. No, they're backing out of the Western system. Even the Western countries that are involved, they're going to start doing trades in their own currencies. That's uh, pretty big, okay? Then there's their SIPS system, C-I-P-S, which is breaking up the monopoly of the Western SWIFT system, which is the way large corporations and governments handle the transfer of large tranches, tranches of money exchanges internationally. This way, the SIPs, through the SIPs system that they've set up, they can side, sidestep any blockages created through political and financial espionage, which happens in the SWIFT system, or it also will help to sidestep and diminish um, the effects of things like the sanctions that the U.S. is so often insisting on, you know, like what the, you know, the sanctions against Russia, the sanctions against Iran, the, you know, the, because they're not playing ball. They're not going to be a puppet for the U.S. So see how they're, what they're doing here. This is, this is huge. Okay. Oh, and then there's the, uh, the newly minted union of South American nations. It's called USAN, U-S-A-N. And that includes every country in South America, including Cuba and has largely replaced the OAS, which is the Organization of American States, which is this Cold War relic that excluded Cuba. So while the United States and Canada are part of the OAS, the old one, uh, they're not being invited to join USAN. Okay, so anyway, I've just thrown a basic framework to introduce, uh, just generally, to show you how big this really is. Uh, I want to read a paragraph regarding the New World Order. You know, everybody's been talking about the New World Order, the global elites, blah, 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 blah. Um, because this, this, this little paragraph I'm going to read to you, it provides an insight into what the New World Order actually is. And it's not the current Western paradigm. But this is what is actually occurring, and I'm going to read just this one little paragraph here, and it comes from the Corbett Report, James Corbett once again. Quote, China has been carefully positioned over the course of the past half century to be the engine of the New World Order. And many of the nominally, nominally American oligarchs and political power players who helped construct the current status quo have been puppeteering and overseeing the rise of the Chinese dragon since the days of Mao. And as we've discussed before, the players who have been dominating world finance for decades, if not centuries, are not stupid. They are deliberately engineering the West's downfall in order to bring about their dreamed-of world governmental and world financial system. Unquote. Okay. So... Now, who are these global elite families? You know, everybody's talking about these bloodlines. They've always been in control for thousands of years, pretty much. It's the same families. We don't know who they are. I mean, sometimes they're, they're named here and there, but generally, you know, they're, they're wealthy enough and powerful enough to where they don't want you to know who they are. Uh, you know, when they talk about like Bill Gates, you know, being one of the wealthiest guys on the planet. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Doesn't compare. So anyway, um, but it seems like these powers that be, the true ruling families of our planet, 
are seeing the futility of the sociopathic ideology that created this criminal syndicate that has and is raping, pillaging, and plundering our planet and her people. Are you familiar with the Georgia Guidestones, by the way? Look it up. See what plans they've had for us uh, for a really long time. In the state of Georgia, there's this monument, and it's these tablets, this huge tablet set, and it writes out everything, okay, of what they what they're planning for us. And these families, these sociopathic global elite families that have done this whole criminal thing that they've done over the last, at least the last hundred years, um, they want to get rid of ninety percent of the population on the planet. Then they want to take total control for themselves. Uh, they own the whole planet now. Yes, indeed. Those who do survive, a much smaller controllable population, will be their literal slaves. Then they'll pull out the advanced technologies that they've been suppressing, utilize all that to clean up the globe, clean up the planet again and bring it back to its pristine state and enjoy it for themselves. Oh, isn't that special? I just love that. So anyway, these families are being brought into line, you know, because families, you know, these global elite families, the royal bloodlines and all that kind of stuff, they intermarry, right? You know all about that. Uh, but families don't always get along. So there is a small group of these families that have been become this sociopathic kind of mandate and agenda to do all this baloney so that they can enjoy everything for themselves. Well... No, I think the majority of these families are going, mm, no, it's just not fun enough. Come on, let's do something different. And that's what's happening right now in front of our eyes. The uh, U.S. is being isolated because it's the, I guess it's kind of like command central for this sociopathic world hegemony power and control shit. And so the BRICS alliance is actually closer to the idea of utilizing trade and sharing resources of the planet that's a win-win they they respect the sovereignty of nations they so is, is they're creating this financial system that makes sense and it, it 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 allows for the people to prosper as well so i think that that's what really has been under the works for a long time they've just had quite a struggle in getting these other global elite families to come into line or to be put down and U.S. has been infiltrated by a lot of these minions of this Kazarian Mafia. It's called quite a few different things, but uh, criminal syndicate, let's just keep it at that. And they're cleaning out the criminal syndicate. So the bloodline families, though, will still be in control, have been for thousands of years. But, uh, I don't know, it appears by looking at what Russia and China and the other aligned countries uh, standing together, is that they are bringing a financial system into play. And they're taking out the criminals. So anyway, as I said in the last show, pay attention to the upcoming G20 summit in China this September 4th and 5th, coming right up here. If you haven't listened to my last show, actually, that's like starting tomorrow. Oh my God, this is Saturday the 3rd. So, tomorrow and the next day. Hmm. Just, I just have a feeling, like I said before in the last show, that they're going to make some kind of major announcement. They're going to make some kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm speculating here, but 
but it, it's it, it's it's happening right now and um i just i don't know how it's going to play out i don't think anybody really does except of course <laughs> those who really know uh that's certainly not any of us though is it Anyway, I'm going to take a break. Uh, when I come back, I'm going to speak into how we've been defrauded, not only in the United States, but around the globe. Just a few things. And more on the work that many people are doing to circumvent this criminal syndicate from the ground up, okay? And turn the tables on them. This is Everly on Connecting the Dots, and this is Renegade Talk Radio. See you in a few. Do you want to launch your dream business and avoid a nightmare? Starting and growing a business can be risky. Learn from serial entrepreneur Heather Havenwood. Join her weekly on Renegade Talk Radio with her show, The Win. How to win as an entrepreneur. Business ownership can be a dream or a nightmare. Avoid the pitfalls from a veteran entrepreneur, Heather Havenwood. From bankruptcy to financial freedom. Join Heather weekly on The Win. Here on Renegade Nation. Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Okay, I'm back again. This is Everly Isby on Connecting the Dots. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation, once again. Okay, this is the last segment. Uh, and I just want to say something to you personally. Uh, with all the stuff that I'm talking into, you know, remember how Germany is, you know, telling its people, you know, stock up on food and water. The ship might hit the fan. Okay. There, there's a reason for that. <laughs> They're not just guessing. And we, we can see all of U.S.'s allies are kind of, they're jumping ship. They're going over to the BRICS alliance. It's, and the, the summit is coming up tomorrow, the next day. I just have a feeling something's going to come out of this. And I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, like I said. But one thing I would like to uh, ask of you is to, that you do your best to stock up on some basic foodstuffs and water. Be prepared for what might definitely be coming down the pike. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people are suffering right now on the financial end. So think think seriously of spending your money wisely at this time. Stop wasting your cash on junk food and sodas and stock up on what will help get you through, like water, bags of lentils and beans, buy bulk carrots, onions. It's, it's not expensive and other logical foodstuffs in case an economic emergency is in our near future because it is possible that we may face a banking collapse in the Western world, okay? Keep the majority of your money also out of the banks as well. This is a fact. When you deposit money into your personal accounts at the bank, just know that the banks consider it their property, not yours. That is a fact. Just remember what the people in Greece recently went through over the last few years in Cyprus before that. Um, it's called a bail-in. They'll shut you out of your accounts if they feel it's necessary. Don't have anything of value in the banks, nothing. Get your valuables and important papers out of the bank, like from the safety deposit boxes if you have one, because it ain't safe, Renegade Nation, okay? That's my advice to you. Please, please think seriously about this. Be prepared. Uh, most important thing, though, is do not panic, even if the shit hits the fan. Don't resort to anger or violence unless you need to defend yourself for some reason. Don't start anything. We all need to pull together and work together if the shit does hit the fan. 
And based on what I'm saying here, I am connecting dots. And I hope you're seeing what is going down right now. It is serious business and you need to wake up to it all, even if it feels negative. You know, I, I, when I speak into any of this stuff, especially like the corporate government and it isn't a government and what happens when you're born, the birth certificate thing, this is international, okay? It's not just in the U.S. These kinds of facts, people just kind of shut down. They get defensive. They want to argue. They want to change, etc. because we have been so indoctrinated, they don't even know how indoctrinated they've been. They can't fathom that this stuff could possibly be true. I see it all the time. A lot of people won't even listen to my shows because it's too hard to hear. And, and actually, you know, it's humiliating, okay, to a person's psyche to consider that we have been swindled on such an extraordinary level all of our lives for generations. So people just go, you know, they put their hands over the ears, they close their eyes and they go, no, 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 I won't hear this, I know I will not listen to you. It's inconceivable. Well, it, it's been really frustrating for me. Uh, I have to tell you, I, I, I had an incident just the other day that it pissed me off. She was so insulting because I was saying something that she didn't want to even look at or understand. She says, nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. Oh, yes, there is. But she wouldn't listen. She couldn't. And, and, and it happens all the time. And a lot of people out there listening, you know, saying, oh, this is just conspiracy theory stuff. It's, it's craziness, right? But I am not deluded, even if you may think I am. Nope. I did my due diligence, and I know that what I'm saying is absolutely unequivocally true. I can't even say the word. Unequivocally true. Is that how you say that word? Uh, anyway. I know I'm right. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I can't remember. There was something I wanted to talk into here. Oh, well, no, I think I'm going to save it for next time. I'm going to take, I'm taking a break here. And uh, I'm gonna, actually, I need to sign off. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just lost my train of thought. And I'm trying to speak off the top of my head for the first time. You know, I've been writing a lot of this stuff out in my first shows because I've never done this before, okay? And I'm speaking into a lot of detailed subject matter. Oh, wait, I just remember now what I wanted to talk about. The birth certificate. I hadn't talked into that yet. I keep hinting about it. Um... This is, uh, it's, it's atrocious what, what they're doing, and they've been doing this for, for since at least the 1930s. Um, and it has to do with, you know, when your mom and dad, when you're born, they're told to register your birth uh, and get a birth certificate. And it's a, it's a record of your birth. Well, that's not true. Because they utilize the birth certificate, and they take your name, and the, the, what was given to you, it's your property, it's your name, it's your trademark, okay? And it, and it was a gift to you. So, but what they do is they take your name and they create what is called a foreign situs trust with your name on it. And what that is, is a corporate entity, a straw man. And then they place a value on the, your whole life, your body, your mind, your talents, what you're going to make in your whole life, uh, whether you have children, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And they kind of estimate the value of someone's life. And then they, so they put the value on it and then they bond it and insure it. And then they give it a QCIP number uh, so that they can trade your name and the value of your life on the stock exchanges. And people are investing in that and making profits off of your name. It's called identity theft, okay? <laughs> Plain and simple. 
And it's illegal what they're doing, right? Uh, but they did it anyway. They just didn't tell anybody what they were doing. So, and when they change you into this straw man, this corporate entity, it turns you into a U.S. citizen and not the what you were born as, as an American state national, okay? Um, and that's where you're, when you're a U.S. citizen, you don't have your Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence and the preamble to the Constitution and everything that is for the people. No, you're a U.S. federal citizen, and you only have civil rights, which at the whim of Congress, they can give or take away at any time they choose. So if, you, if they are presuming and assuming that you have volunteered because you don't know about your birth certificate and they've told you you are a U.S. citizen now, people think, I'm a U.S. citizen, I'm a U.S. Well, no, you don't want to be a U.S. citizen. If you're not in the military, if you're not collecting welfare, if you don't work for the government, okay, that's the basic idea, you're just an, a normal, average human being. And you are not a U.S. citizen, you're an American state national from the state you were born in. A Washingtonian, uh, a Californian, a Floridian, a Tennessean, you know, that's your true status and that's what connects you to the original Constitution and your Bill of Rights. And they have no jurisdiction over you when you're an American state national. The federal does not have jurisdiction over the land. No, the people do, and the states themselves. It's just that the states gave up their sovereignty by incorporating with the federal and becoming franchises. So they can't dictate to the national government anymore. No, they can't. They're franchises. A Burger King franchise does not dictate to the corporate headquarters, does it? No, it says everything the corporate headquarters tells it to do. So that's some of the stuff that you'll find out when you go to the link that I provide, Amazon.com to the page of the book. You know there's a problem when dot, 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 an American affidavit of probable cause by Anna Maria Reitzinger and James Clinton Belcher. They're out of Alaska, but there are a lot of people who are doing some really important work right now. In fact, there's going to be, I just received an email today from a guy named Paul Stamer, Stramer, Stamer, I can't, I have to look it up again. I just recently started getting these emails. And it's a release of Anna Von Wrights, and she's catching us up on what they are doing and uh, in placing liens, giving notice to agencies of government and corporations and everything, and filing the affidavits that they've been doing. So it's an update on what's going on. You may not really, if you haven't really gotten into this stuff yet, um, you may find it a little confusing. It doesn't make total sense to you. But um, it'll give you, hopefully inspire you enough to go and get that book. There's a lot of, you start going on the internet, uh, putting in, uh, what's the real reason behind my birth certificate? Uh, what's the real reason for me having to have a driver's license? All that kind of stuff. Start educating yourself so that you can protect yourself and not be deluded into thinking you're a U.S. citizen under their control. No, a private corporation under liquidation, and they're trying to steal all of our assets. There's a, also an announcement recently that um, Anna Von Wrights uh, was hearing that there are like 6,000 homeowners, this just happened recently, was getting um, these tax bills out of the blue in the mail, and it's a tax bill for pretty much the equivalent, or somewhere in those neighborhoods, of the value of their house, and they're instructed that they have two weeks to pay it, or they will evict them and take the house away from them. Okay, this is going on right now because they're asset stealing, because they're in liquidation at the UN. 
and they want to steal from anything and everything they can. That's why they're trying to, that's what the Bundys and the Lavoie Vinnikins and the Hammonds and all these ranchers and farmers and stuff are talking about. They are seizing people's property. They are emptying people's bank accounts. They're doing all of this stuff because they think they're above the rule of law because they're not in the land jurisdiction. They're in the international jurisdiction of the sea, which is corporations and commerce. It's not the law of the land. That's what they've taken away from us. But we have to get it back, and we can, and there are people doing it right now. So I'll put that link, Paul Stamer. It's an email of Anna Von Rice's recent communication about what, what they're doing right now. It's extraordinary stuff. So dive in, people. Educate yourself to what the truth is and try to get past your brainwashing and just keep your mind and your heart open and your ears and just learn the truth so that you can make the best decisions for you and your loved ones and your family and friends. Do it for you and everybody else you know because it's time for the ignorance to go away and it's time for us all to grow up and look at reality and not the false picture that they painted for us. Wake up. Do yourself a favor. I love you. And oh, now, now I'm really going to sign off. Okay. Anyway, thank you, folks. Thank you, Renegade Nation. Um, I'll be back very soon on Renegade Talk Radio. Everly is be signing off on Connecting the Dots. Bye. <laughs>